Thanks for tuning back into Organic Matters. For those of you that listened to me, some of you for years, over 20 now in certain parts of the country, I am mostly a, a, a man that grows things I eat. Matter of fact, one of my shows, which I should rerun again or maybe even redo it, was how to plant your yard as a garden, but I mean a living garden, one that you can both enjoy and you can incidentally gather sustenance in. You can eat it and enjoy it. Now, although sunflowers don't sound like a very important crop that you want to grow the tons of unless you're commercial, it's great. They're beautiful. They brighten your garden. And yes, they are edible by all means. And on top of that, one of the most beautiful, sunny, happy flowers that you can get and sort of even protects parts of your garden or certain insect pests that avoid being around sunflowers. So that's just kind of a, a little extra thing if you happen to be someone or just wants to grow some for the fun of it or for the enjoyment of having such beautiful flowers around. So bear in mind, even though this is basically around the sunflower, the plant, sunflowers, this same advice will work for a good number, especially of any flowers you want to grow that enjoy full sun, a lot of light. Uh, these, these guys are right down your alley. You can use these same ideas and so you can just plant other flowers than just my idea of beautiful sunflowers. And as I was saying sooner, sunflowers do have a way of making gardens brighter and happier. They make beautiful and summery cut flowers for vases and, and, and for bouquets. Sunflowers are also an excellent source of food for the wildlife in your area, and you if you happen to want to take the time to do it. Bees, butterflies, and other pollinators will frequent the blooms for their nectar. And birds appreciate the flower of their seeds, especially later in the season as they dry. And as I said before, you might want to save some of these seeds for yourself. You can roast them off or eat them raw. They're wonderful. With more than 70 sunflower varieties to choose from, sometimes it's uh, hard to find just the one you want, but that's what makes it so much fun. You change each year. You can grow different ones in your garden with different colors. They're just an amazing, amazing, easy-to-grow flower. Once you see how easy and beautiful they are, I think you'll have sunflowers on your short list, either in your flower garden area or actually in your, in your living garden area from now on. Sunflowers are actually an easy annual to get started in your garden. You'll often see them in planting kits because they have such a high success rate. Here's a few tips for planting your own sunflowers, really no matter how you plan to grow them. This is sort of a general approach to sunflowers. You can sow seeds directly in the ground or you can start them indoors, depending on where you live and when you want to start them. I gotta apologize here, folks. I'm doing this in my bird room because of the weather and you've got birds in the background, so I hope you enjoy a little background bird noise. Sorry about that. If it's early in the season and you just want to give your seeds a head start to help them germinate faster, here's a trick. Mist the seeds, cover them with a paper towel, and put them in a sunny window eh, for the best part of the day or even till overnight, just so you keep that little towel a little damp. Then plant them about well, one or two inches deep and at least, to begin with, about six inches apart. If growing directly outside, at least that far apart, you might have to thin them out. Water, wait for them to sprout, and then keep them going in a summer, kind of sunny, warm place if, you, if it's still too early to put them out. If you overseed it, be sure to thin the sunflowers so that they don't get too crowded. Fewer flowers get bigger, beautiful plants. If you overplant them too close together, they have to compete uh, too much. 
and I do weed around mine at least a few times early in the season when I get going. Now, I have noticed, I've had them I call go wild, and they will seed and then end up outside of my garden. And for the life of me, some of them that I have not cared for were as big or bigger than the ones I put in my garden. So I'm not sure if I know all the answers about weeds, but they do look better with the weeds from around them. And they supposedly are a little hardier if you give them kind of a, a little bit more space on their own. It's not always to actually find the young sunflower plants in your local garden center, but if you do, boy, scoop them up. Oftentimes, especially early in the year, the garden centers will have unique sunflower varieties that you can't find anywhere else. Unique plants, but once they're gone, they're usually gone for the whole season. So you've got to get them early. When planting starter seeds, you'll love being weeks ahead compared to starting seeds indoors or directly in the ground. Be sure the danger of frost is passed in your area. Then plant your sunflower in a hole a little bit wider and a little deeper than the container that came in. Water every few days and keep the area weeded at least for the first several weeks till those plants catch on. And I should mention here, it's one of the plants that grows pretty well in containers. It just helps to know how tall your sunflower variety is going to reach. And you don't want to be growing a six-foot sunflower in a six-inch pot. It's just not going to stand up. So you have to think about all that. Sunflowers make great additions to large container recipe plants, I call them. For instance, you might plan to grow a sunflower as your centerpiece for trailing flowers like petunias that live below them. Choose a well-drained container. Pick a sunny location and keep it fairly evenly watered. They can do a little bit of drought tolerance, but, but not completely. They, they, if they're especially in a container, they're going to need some water. In general, sunflowers are low maintenance, kid-friendly, and easy to grow from seeds or anyway. Still, like any plant, they require the right amount of sunlight, good quality soil, and a climate that's at least conducive to whatever particular flower you happen to get. When it comes to light for sunflowers, you just can't go wrong. More is better. It is a sunflower. As a baseline, these flowers need at least six or eight hours of good daylight per day if you really want them to produce. Without ample light, they will be smaller in size and won't produce blooms, hardly ever if you don't have enough light. If growing sunflowers on a porch, deck, or patio, you might have to move your plants to get them enough sunlight during the day. Move them around so they get at least five, six hours at a time. Without ample light, they'll be smaller in size and won't produce blooms. If growing sunflowers on a porch, deck, or patio, you might have to move your plants to get them enough sun. And another note, when starting sunflowers indoors or in containers, it's best to evaluate your soil and ensure that it's high quality before you even uh, begin to plant. Out in the garden, prioritize well-draining soil. Sunflowers really don't need a heck of a lot of fertilizer, folks. They amazingly live on almost nothing but if you know your soil is lacking in nutrients, you can definitely add. Adding organic matter, especially completed compost, can benefit your plants, all kinds of plants, your sunflowers as well. And do realize that even though sunflowers need regular watering, avoid giving them water every day. This can lead to something called wet foot or what I call root rot. Water them deeply and thoroughly every few days or so. This is good for their deep roots because they hold onto the water and use it as needed. And this same concept is, is also true for a number of other uh, semi-wild and wildflowers that we plant. You water deeply when you water, but not too often. As the season goes by, you'll find out sunflowers really enjoy temperatures. The favorite, believe it or not, is about 70 or 80 degrees. However, 
they definitely can make it in high. I've had them growing at 100 degrees, 105 degrees, and they were just happy. They just seem to thrive in that warm weather, especially if there's a little humidity or if you do keep them regularly watered. While sunflowers can handle those drought-like conditions because their deep roots help them, you don't want them to go too long without water because they will suffer. As the season moves on, you might find beetles or grasshoppers on your sunflowers, but for the most part, they're pretty doggone harmless to them unless you find them in really large quantities. One of the few pests to watch out for is moths, which may lay their eggs in the sunflower and destroy your garden in progress. For diseases, keep an eye out for rust, wilt, or powdery mildew. I just don't have much trouble, folks, with my sunflowers. Try to catch the problem early on and remove it from the plant as quickly as possible. Just walking down the aisle of any of your local garden centers, you're going to find a dozen or more really awesome varieties of sunflower, especially about this time of year. Look online or try a specialty seed company and you'll find even more. Here's a few cultivars that I have at least worked with that you might find fun for the first few seasons. Tall sunflowers. If you want to grow sunflowers from their seeds, then tall varieties like mammoth, which is the great big gray striped sunflower seed everybody grows, folks, that plant can get 12 feet tall. And there's a mammoth from Russia that's hard to find. It gets over 15 feet tall. Other good cultivars to look for are sunzilla, fun name, American Giant, and Pikes Peak, which all reach more than 10 feet tall. On the other end are the dwarfs. When most people think of sunflowers, they think of these tall, giant blooms. However, dwarf sunflower cultivars are really growing in popularity. There's a great choice of gardeners who want smaller flowers um, or just don't have the space to get those great big ones growing. For instance, the elf cultivar is only 14 inches tall, and there's a little one I tried the first time last year called Teddy Bear, which is actually a double flower, sunflower, that reaches at the most 20 inches, maybe two feet tall. Look for growth and height information on the cultivars. The ones you like, you just choose and grow in specific areas depending on how tall and how much sun they mean to take. You might be surprised to find that there are shorter sunflower cultivars than most of us ever thought of. We just haven't looked for them. And the final surprise, if you're new to it, is colorful sunflowers. Not all sunflowers are that standard yellow that so many people imagine. You can find many unique and interesting colors. Little Becca is a few feet high and fiery red shades of rust. They're just beautiful mixed in with yellow. Italian white is a popular and beautiful cultivar in an icy pale yellow Moulin Rouge color. Earthwalker is more of a rust deep color and the Chianti is a really all red. There's several varieties of Chiantis that are all red sunflowers. And for me, one of the greatest parts about growing sunflowers is when it's time to harvest them. If you're growing large seed-producing sunflowers, then it's fun to eat them for yourself or put them out for the birds. If you want to let the birds have them, then just keep the sunflowers on the plant. They will dry out as the season goes. We usually hung them in the barn. And then the birds will find them and come in on their own and take as many as they want till they're gone. If you want to eat them yourself, you can just pull the seeds out of those pods and dry them. Another option is to cut the seed heads off, wrap them with a paper bag, and then hang them upside down. As the seeds dry, they fall off and you can eat them when you're ready. 
This method is actually a good way to save seeds for any of your sunflowers, as a matter of fact, even if you're not going to eat them. All seeds can be saved from one season to the next to keep your sunflowers growing, and you'll be amazed at how they stay very fertile. They're easy, easy to save and reuse. So just a little bit about sunflowers. I happen to like to eat them a lot, as you can tell if you've been listening to the show. I've got parrots and birds, and so I have a good reason to have sunflowers. But I also find them both attractive, very simple to raise, and really, really a unique plant to brighten up even your vegetable gardens and other parts of your yard. So give sunflower some thought. I think you really learn to enjoy them. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters.